This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We bad. Uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now. No, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Jay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Deal Breakers Thursday. What open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. And we are in the afterglow cap of what we were around yesterday, yesterday being at the NFL Combine Indianapolis, and of course, we are now the official home of the Chicago Bears right here at ESPN 1000. We're still basking in the glory of yesterday. Did you say a three-hour ride? Yeah, it's still 7 to 10. It's like an appetizer after yesterday, man. Let's go! You, you mean like the telethon that, that we did yesterday? Yes. The four-hour plus? Yes. <laughs> Where was Jerry Lewis? Lady! Lady! <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the towel over his shoulder. Like, that's enough. It's not Labor Day. Every time I work with Sylvia on these ridiculous spring trainings, I go, all right, uh, good to work with you. It's 5 o'clock. He goes, we got another hour, right? I'm like, what do you mean we got another hour? said, I, I'm, I'm contracted to three plus. That's enough. That's it. But yeah, we, we're, we're back in our comfortable 7 to 10. Feels good. So a lot to unpack. We had a great interview with Ryan Poles, and our teammates here at the station played a lot of it. Waddle and Sylvie played it in its entirety, and it's greatly appreciated, and it shows the partnership we have not only with the Bears, but with our teammates here, and you can feel this buzz I know they were 3-14. and 14. I know they have the worst roster today in the NFL. After talking with Ryan Poles, not only in our interview, but getting a chance to talk to him off the air, this dude's sharp, man. This dude mm-hmm. is sharp. And I thought, unlike Ryan Pace, who I did not think was good in that type of setting at all, and he didn't do it very often for that probably that reason, Ryan Poles was open, honest, communicative, and the word you used yesterday was perfect, affable. So Mm -hmm. I think as a Bears fan, you wake up this morning, all right, I just want to win. Let's go. This dude's going to build it the right way. He wants, and he kept telling us, foundational pieces. Off the air, I asked him, you were sitting right there with me about drafts. He said, I had a long talk with Andy Reid. And Andy said, the first pick you take in any draft. Last year it was in the second round. This year it'll be pick one until he trades it. Has to be the cover sheet to the book that draft is. It's got to be somebody you go, that is the face of our team this year. That's what we're dealing with here and this guy is going to have that philosophy. He's going to build this thing the right way so that there is sustained success, not well, I traded for Julio Jones, and we squeezed one year out of him, and I went and got yeah. Mike Evans, and then I traded for DeAndre Hopkins. No, 
He's no. not going to do that. He's getting going to build the O-line, the D-line, and he is going to build this thing the right way. And, of course, he has all the uh, choices at his disposal, Cap. I mean, when you have the number one pick in the draft, you can go up and down the draft, or you can solidify and lock in on one player. And one of the players that uh, everyone has speculated is Jalen Carter, former Georgia star, is a Georgia fan. I've seen Jalen Carter play, and he's a fantastic player. But he's one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft. And he has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with the crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Now, the Athens-Clark County, Georgia Police Department issued an arrest warrant obtained Wednesday uh, that alleges that Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep uh, Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition driven by the recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, uh, which uh, led to the January 15th wreck. Now, we come to find out late last night that the arrest was going to take place. I know that after the show yesterday, uh, we as a show were waiting to see if Jalen Carter was going to come out of Indianapolis, and that was not the case. So the three of us walked over. It was right on the other side of the curtains from where we did our radio show, Mm -hmm. and I have never seen that much media crammed into one little area. They had eight podiums set up, so they would do eight prospects at a time. Run four guys out. Four were right next to him. Now it's your turn. And there's, you know, the Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. And there's Will Anderson. Jalen Carter, ironically, is going to be the last player to speak. And everyone's mm-hmm. there. Their iPhones out. The microphones up by his uh, his st- microphone stand. And all of a sudden, it's like there's a warrant for his arrest, and he's left town. He's out, gone, mm. and. This whole narrative around him is, oh, my God, he has blown everything. He's a horrible person. Look, I don't know all the facts yet. You don't know all the facts yet. We're waiting to hear. He turned himself in last night. He was at the police station for 16 minutes, 1133 Eastern. He posted a $4,000 bond. He was out at 1149. Now, he says he will be exonerated and that he did nothing wrong. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Maybe more facts are going to come out they are going to change my opinion. But as of right now, today, look, at age 21, I'm not going to speak for anyone else. I did things that I wish I hadn't done, got behind the wheel of a car when I probably shouldn't have. In fact, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I made stupid decisions at the age of 21. We expect these people... 21-year-old Jalen Carter to have the wisdom of a 55-year-old and make no bad decisions. That's just not reality. He's a college student, and we all at that age made stupid choices. Now, his choice may cost him a hell of a lot more. And again, if more facts come out, I reserve the right to change my stance. But right now, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I got to investigate everything. I have a security team that does all these background checks. I got to know everything about this dude, whether I'm picking him at 1, 9, 26, or in the 7th round, whenever it is. But before everyone just writes him a horrible person, don't touch him. Because Sylvie ran a poll yesterday and heard him talking about it. It was like 25% of people want him, do not draft board, you cannot take that guy if you're the Bears. And I'm not to that point right now. Well, let's talk about this for a second when it comes to Jalen Carter, Cap, because 
just like any other student athlete, Carter, um, to me, has to understand right from wrong. Mm -hmm. No matter if you're 21 or 22, if you're 18, 19, you got to be able to stand, understand right from wrong. And we've all made mistakes. I'm still making them at age 50, right? Still making mistakes. We all do. Yeah, but when you are about to be a professional going into the National Football League, you must stay away from the drama if you can. I mean, again, you try to be able to have a good life. You try to be in a position where, hey, you know, I don't want to put myself in a spotlight outside of making great plays and being a good person. But say what you want about LeBron James. And I'm sure for this generation, they look at LeBron James as a square Ah, uh, he's never involved in anything. He's got a perfect wife, and he's got this perfect marriage, and he's got kids, and you never hear anything about him. <clears throat> he's never in any drama. Well, you know what, Cap? He's the athlete of the day, and there's no scandal around LeBron James. And so for Jalen Carter, well, I'm not going to give him a pass, but I will say that he's a young man. And this circles back to the conversation that you and I had in Indianapolis about, um, about a player that we knew that could be a good player, and it just ends up being, he ends up uh, having the label as a bust because he grew up too soon, right? The old Washington Wizard, coached by Doug Collins. Right. So what I would tell you is, is that I would be comfortable taking him. But, of course, you're going to talk to Jalen Carter, any team is going to, and ask, what happened that night? What were you thinking? And so I don't know if this is going to affect his draft status, but also I want to make sure it's very clear that we don't look at him like he's supposed to be you know, 40 or 50 years old and, and is sage beyond his years. He's Jalen Carter. He put himself in a very difficult situation, and um, he's going to have to answer for it, that's for sure. Would it affect me drafting him? Absolutely not. Okay, so here's the other part of this. And I just said to you, look, we all make mistakes. His may be more horrific than anything, yeah. thank goodness, that I made. But yeah. here's the other thing. If I, the Eagles are picking in the top 10, mm-hmm. if the Eagles, let's assume that they don't, but let's assume the Chiefs were picking at number four. Those teams have ready-made rosters with veteran leaders, the Jason Kelseys and the Travis Kelseys and the Patrick Mahomes and the Chris Jones. They can bring a quote-unquote bad apple into the room and he won't spoil the whole bunch. They will assimilate him into their culture. Here's how we do things here. That won't be tolerated here. That's different than a Bears team who, by their own admission, we talked to a guy yesterday who does some scouting around the Chicago Bears. He doesn't work for the team. He's an independent scout. He said they do not have one guy in that room right now. Not one. He mm-hmm. said, and he goes, leave Justin to the side. He's 24 years old. He's two years into the league. He's not that guy. He said, they don't have an Olin Krutz, a Brian Erlacher, a Peanut Tillman, somebody that you go, he's a leader. He does, mm-hmm. He will confront Jonathan Hood and push him up against the locker and go, dude, we don't behave that way here. Not <laughs> yeah. going to happen. He's, so for me... If I'm the Chiefs, I'm the Eagles, I'm one of these veteran-laden teams, I might be able to take more of a chance, again, please, people, based on the information we have today. That could change. They can take more of a chance assimilating this guy into their room. The Bears don't have that. I'm not sure 
it's a wise decision that one of your foundational pieces comes in at the age of 21 with a bad decision on his resume, questions about his work ethic at times, whether those are fair or unfair. They are the narrative. I'm not sure at pick four, if I trade down to four, that's the way I'm going. I'm not sure. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to speak for my partner here because I think I know that Cap is on the same page with me. I, I know people hear what they want to hear, but I think it should be said out loud. Cap and I are not minimizing the deaths of what happened on that, that January. Correct. We're not minimizing the, the incident because it's sad that, that a couple of people lost their lives. But we're just trying to narrow in on Jalen Carter and how you would feel as a general manager. Again, based on the information that we know now, whether or not you'd have him on the Bears or for any team, would you pick him up on your team? So let's ask this question. And Shay, let's open the phone lines here on this Deal Breakers Thursday. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. As a fan of the Bears, as you listen to Cap and I have this conversation and reveal the news that broke late last night regarding Jalen Carter and his arrest, as a fan of the Bears and armed with the knowledge that we have today, what is your comfort level using the first-round pick on Jalen Carter? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I will take your phone calls on that, and also we'll get more into uh, one of the buzzwords we used yesterday character issue when it comes to Jalen Carter. Your phone calls on this coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and Jay Hood Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Yeah, uh, former Georgia star Jalen Carter, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft, has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. And we're talking to you about, you know, again, the Bears have every opportunity to draft him or anyone else here with the number one pick of the draft. So Cap and I are asking you, are you comfortable uh, knowing what you know now, and again, as Cap has said already this morning, we don't know all the details of, of what happened, but would you be comfortable picking him if you are Ryan Poles and the Bears? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. And Cap, that circles back to our character issue question that uh, Shay Norling asked us yesterday, whether or not that's overrated. Well, you know, Going back to what I said, it, it depends on whether or not you are a nuisance to the community or a nuisance to yourself, right, when it comes to character issues. Again, character issues, we talked about it, how it's this you know, catch-all phrase. Mm-hmm. What is a character issue? Is a character issue that you do horrible things in the community? Is a character issue that you're not as locked in on your diet and so you're not in great shape all the time and someone's got to be on your ass to make sure you're working out is a character issue that meetings at three o'clock and you're always strolling in at 301 there are different levels of character issues and some that can be easily rectified by standards you set at the professional football level so I got again. It, I think it's an overblown term, but character issue in this case certainly he he shows a propensity for making a really bad decision. 
All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. You heard uh, what Cap and I had to say about it. Now we'll get your thoughts in here. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. We go to Vlad in Joliet, who leads us off here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Good morning, Vlad. Hey, how you guys doing today? What's up, Vlad? How you doing, man? Hey, man, I want to say congrats on the, um, on being a new home of the Bears. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you guys and have nothing but uh, faith in you guys with the coverage. Appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, um, I um, I don't want to um, say too much about Jalen Carter, but um, I'm going to trust Ryan Poles on the decision he makes if he drafts him or not because we don't know the whole story yet. And um, that's all I have to say. Thank you, guys. No, Vlad, you can't get – you're still there. Yeah, we just not gonna let you slip off the line that quickly now. Now you now we set up the story for you. You know what's happening based on what you know. If you're Ryan Poles, what do you do? What do you think of the situation? Uh right now, just to be safe, I would try to draft Will Anderson to be honest with you. But Jalen Carr is really talented, but if he's not mature enough, he shouldn't be on the team. All right, so you would not draft him? Not right now. Probably not because there's so much controversial stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. All right, we appreciate the telephone call. Now, you just can't slip in and slip out on Captain J. Hood, Cap. We're not going to allow that to happen. Correct. you got to come in here with an opinion. And, and, and by the way, you have every right to feel that way because, you know what, Cap, for some organizations, they don't want the smoke. And, meaning, and when I say that, I don't mean it flippantly. I mean, hey, you know what, we're trying to run a, a clean operation. We're just trying to make sure that we have no controversy or no questions or no distractions around our organization. So we're not going to draft them. And I'm sure some teams will do that. Look, we had Michael Vick go to jail. Jail. I'm not talking about one night in the county lockup in the Hooskow. He was in prison for some horrific stuff that he was involved in, with a dogfighting ring and all that. When he came out, he had multiple suitors. He ended up choosing the Philadelphia Eagles. And they said, the juice is worth the squeeze, to quote our friend Tom Waddle. So I have to know more. Today, based on what we know, I said this to Shay, and I said it to you. I Is Jalen Carter a foundational player, talent-wise? Most definitely. Yeah. Is he, with all that's going on around him and his reported levels of immaturity, is that one of the foundational building blocks that I want to put on my team? I'm not sure of the answer to that. I would have to sit down, get to know the guy. I would have to talk to people in his background. I would have to have my security team do a deep, deep dive into who this kid is. Because if Ryan Poles takes him at one, two, three, four, and he comes to this community and has nothing but troubles, that is going to be a huge problem for Ryan Poles. All right, back to the phone lines we go. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Andre and Lyons on Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Andre. Hey, thank- morning. Thanks, What's up, guys. Dre? Appreciate the How call. How are you? Doing well. Love listening to you guys on my ride into the city every day. Appreciate you. the traffic we sit in. Hey, so I would I would draft him. I'm, I'm for, or let me rephrase that, I'd support uh, Ryan Poles in drafting him. Kind of here's my view of this is you talked about having guys who – are going to bring leadership, bring stability. I think that's something you absolutely need in the locker room. But in the in the draft, you're not going to get that. You don't know. You may get a guy who's perfect, and two years from now just goes off the rails because he can't handle it. You know, you followed all the guidelines, but he's not the guy that's 
going to give you that locker room control. I think he's got an opportunity in free agency to pick a couple of veterans that will give that the guidelines, the rails to say, hey, look, this is how you guys got to behave. But from a from an evaluation, from a potential standpoint, I, I think he is one of those generational talents that is going that could be a building block if you put that structure around him. I think he's worth the uh, worth the pick. That's we appreciate got, it. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. I think Cap Thanks, Andre. Hit, as as usual, Cap hit it on the head. It de- it also depends on the organization too. Cap is that you just laid out like Kansas City or Philadelphia as examples of saying, "Hey, we're going to accentuate the positives and hide the negatives, and we're going to make sure that you're in a position where, yeah, you made some some clear mistakes and some immature mistakes. But as an adult in this regime, rookie symposium to the side in the in this building, you will conform and you will be a good citizen on the field and off the field." Right? Well. Like I heard, and I told you I ran into Yerk on the street last week, and he talked to me about how long it takes to learn how to win. And sometimes people don't agree with that analysis, but here's what I would say to you. You know, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Jason Kelsey's been in the league since, I believe, 2011. They're center. Lane Johnson's been in the league since 2013. There is an established protocol in that room of how things are done in Philadelphia. They've gone to two Super Bowls and won one of them in the last five seasons. There is leadership that you get from having been developed there. You don't just go into free agency and go, all right, we got to get four or five guys that can lead in the locker room. You don't just walk in day one and be a leader. You lead by your actions. You lead by people watching your work ethic and how you do your job, that is as much leadership as being someone vocal. And that's what makes it really, really tough in a situation like this. To You know, if you told me, okay, this these are the facts and there's no more coming and you got him in the fifth round, okay, yeah, you're more invisible. Boy, that kid looks like he has a chance. You're giving him a second opportunity. You stand up there on draft night, and say, with the first overall pick or the fourth overall pick, Chicago selects Jalen Carter, you are making a statement of what you'll tolerate because someone's talented. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. In LaGrange, here's Mike on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Mike. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, morning. Boy, uh, Shay's uh, shower no shot age like milk yesterday. So here's my thing. The trope about, the you know, he's not 40, 50 years old, maybe that would have worked for a college athlete 20, 30 years ago. But in the age of the NIL, these guys are making adult decisions coming out of high school. They're making adult decisions for the pros, you know, sitting out of seasons, sitting out of bowl games, you know, just shutting it down for the year. So the fact that this guy made a decision, which I bet the mortgage that he hasn't dragged race, he hasn't, he hasn't drag raced before. It's just like this. He thing, hasn't or has? He, yeah, I, would more, I would bet the mortgage that he has drag raced before. Probably. I don't think somebody wakes up at Jan- in January, hey, I got a draft coming up. I'm going to drag race for the first time in my life. So that's my thing is this screams do not touch. And it's, it's a little different if the Bears were sitting at five, but they got the number one draft pick. Do not touch. Go out and get Will Anderson or make a deal and figure something out because – it's just not worth it. 
Mike, we appreciate the phone call. Uh, half of that is out of touch is what he said, Cap. Not, not the back half, the front half. And, and here's what I mean. He says that, well, because of AEU and the society we're in in sports, that, that guys that are 18 to 22 are making adult decisions. They're still 18 to 22, Jonathan. I think well, well, that's where you're going. Well, 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 that and also the idea that the, the young athlete is making the decision on their own is also incorrect. They're, they're, they're not their own agent. They, they, when it comes to AU, is it the student athlete or is it the athlete that's making the decision or is it someone that's behind them, whether it's parents or whether it's agents? See what I mean? Like, like he's saying that, well, Jalen Carter should know better pretty much because of his age. Well, I mean, l- listen, yes, we all make mistakes, but when he talks about, well, today's athlete are, are, are like adults, like they're 40 and 50 years old, that's not true. That's not true. Who's who's pushing the narrative more times than not, Cap, when it comes to NIL and college? That's that's usually parents. Correct. Or that's usually, or usually an agent that's in the shadows. Do, tell me if I'm wrong about that. No, I don't disagree. I think the kid wants the money, too. There's no question about it. But because he's eight, uh, 21 years old, 18 to 22, and because he's getting NIL money and because he's Jalen Carter, six foot six, three hundred and fifteen pounds of, you know, amazing athleticism and just unbelievable abilities. He should know better. Yeah, uh, me, David Kaplan, the adult, a father of four. Yeah, you should know better. I've raised you better than that. Yep. But guess what? When you were twenty one, you did st- things that you're not proud of. Oh my! God. I did twenty when I was twenty one. Yeah. Come on, man. That that again, that does not mean I'm taking him. That does right. mean I'm willing to do more research. Right. And and again, we we are I'm, we're not saying that what he did was not, you know, was well. That, I mean, he's just a kid. He just have to be, uh, you know, a a victim that was just stand No, he's not a victim. He's part of this. And and it was horrific that people passed away and died from this. But what I'm saying is is that you know, to say that because someone has money, as someone that's getting NIL money, then they are wise beyond their years. That's just not true. That just isn't true. Cor- correct. Uh, He's still know. 21 years of age. And again, you go back to, boy, do I want that guy as the front of my rebuild? Not sure. Do I want that guy? Let's assume he slides to, you know, the Steelers. They're not a great team. They weren't in the playoffs. They got a veteran head coach with a lot of dudes in that locker room, led by Minka Fitzpatrick and others that are leaders in that room. Jalen Carter was one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft. He's been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with the crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Cap and I are asking you, if you're the Chicago Bears, based on everything that we know so far, would you pick him in this year's draft? Cap and Jay Hood will take more of your phone calls and reaction. Coming up next, we're on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. 
Don't forget, coming up at uh, 10 o'clock, it'll be Black and Abdallah. They'll be in for Greeny between 10 and noon. Carmen and Yurko between 12 and 2. Waddle and Sylvie from 2 to 6 right into uh, the Black and Abdallah show with Tyler Aki right here on Chicago's home for sports ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776 is our phone number here on this Deal Breakers Thursday. Coming up in an hour, we will give you Deal Breakers. You never know what you're going to get from that segment. You never know. The most unpredictable segment that we have here on our morning show, 835 for Deal Breakers. As we talk to you about Jalen Carter of the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, he's on the precipice of being a first-round pick, we think, Cap, until we find out the news late last night from Adam Schefter. So we find out all the news that he misled, lied, certainly wasn't exceptionally forthright in the information surrounding the events of January 15th when a Georgia player and a recruiting staffer were killed in a single car accident. And I went back and looked up the original broadcast, um, written reports about the accident. Horrible tragedy, blah, blah, blah. Single car accident, driver lost control. Well, now it comes out. There were three vehicles, one driven by Jalen Carter, one driven by a linebacker on the football team, and the one that had the horrible accident that was driven by an offensive lineman. And they have video that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has looked at where they're leaving the nightlife downtown area of Athens, Georgia, where students go to hang out and have a good time. They're traveling at a high rate of speed. They're weaving in and out of traffic. They are on the other side of the double yellow lines. And the vehicle that crashed shortly before, uh, there's a black box in all the newer vehicles. And the black box said they were going 104 miles an hour on a curving road. He hit a curb, went into a utility pole, into a tree across the road, hit another tree, and that one impacted the side of the vehicle where those two victims were sitting. Horrible, horrible stuff. So he's at um, Indy. He's yeah. he's at Indy. He's getting ready to speak. We're wrapping up our show, and Shay is texting with Courtney Cronin, and she said, right now he's they're telling us he's going to speak. We went made our way over there. You were there. Yep. And there's got to be, in this small little area where he's going to speak, there had to be a thousand people jammed in there. It seemed be. like it. Yeah, it was. Oh my goodness! And it we're all tight. standing there, and we're like, "Is he? Is this dude really going to get up here and speak?" He's got Drew Rosenhaus, one of the most well-respected agents in the industry. He's got a team of lawyers and PR people that work there, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe they moved him to the last slot to speak. He's the last guy that's going to speak that day. Maybe they did that so he had enough time to get his story together with his PR team. And then it comes out, he's left the building, there's a warrant for his arrest, and he's headed back to Georgia. And then he turned himself in last night, paid a $4,000 bond, and he was there 16 minutes, and he is at home in Georgia. But he did tweet that, I will be fully exonerated, blah, blah, blah. So if you're the Chicago Bears, and you're sitting there doing all your homework, and you're like... God, we need a three technique that could stop the run. Well, life just got in the way. Is that who you want? Ryan Poles, this is your big move. This is going to be the big move that goes on your resume. Boy, he drafted whoever, and that guy turned into a four-time All-Pro. He's a Hall of Famer. Ryan Poles got it right. Or 
do you roll the dice on a 21-year-old kid who made a horrible decision? Hoodie, that's, boy, I wouldn't want to be in that position. We go to the south side. Here's Ben on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, boys. Morning. Morning. So if, I, if I'm if Ryan Poles, two names come to mind, um, Warren Sapp, Randy Moss. If I'm Ryan Poles and I make my trade, trade back, whatever, do whatever it is I'm going to do, and I've, I have identified him as being the guy, if he's my guy, I go get him, and then I hire Joey G from Melrose to look after him. Wow. Okay, Ben. Thanks for the phone call. Leaves line open, 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Uh, in uh, Naperville, here's Dan on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning, Cap and J. Hood. What's up, fellas? What's I just up? want to say... Um, no, I do. I'd hate to say it, um, and not to say that uh, Carter's got a character issue, but I just don't touch him. I do not think the juice is worth a squeeze under any circumstance in the first round, let alone the first pick. You go walk into Mariano's, you walk into the Jewel, and you see 255 perfect lemons there, and then you see even a better lemon on the ground that fell, um, referencing Jalen Carter. You don't pick that lemon up and, and risk it. You know, it's dirty. It's got. It's got issues with it I, I just don't touch it um uh, more importantly me and my friends are in a heated conversation i call it an argument but we're saying uh-huh. they're saying that this first overall pick is has extremely devalued uh that first overall pick for the bears um just because having not having jalen carter in that first you know couple couple chances that less teams are going to be pushing forward and moving moving their pieces to get that first pick. On the other hand, I think it has extremely enriched it, just making the pool that much thinner, um, the draft selection. So I think I think the Bears, if anything, are going to benefit majorly from this. Tell me what you guys think. Ben, we appreciate the phone call. Cap, I don't necessarily agree with that as far as if, if Carter – and that's, that was going to be my next question, whether or not you feel like he's going to drop in the draft. Just based on what we know now – do you see him as a top five pick? And but I, I would say you still have quality at the top of the draft. If, if Carter's not there, there's Will Anderson. There's quarterbacks and others that you could take. So, what do you ev- think? everyone seems to be under this impression. It's either Will An- uh, Will Anderson from Alabama or it is Jalen Carter from Georgia, and that's it. There's no one else. I'm telling you, people that I asked. People that I respect, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech is rocketing up the boards. Everyone is waiting for his medicals because he's been rehabbing an injury, so he's not going to work out at the Combine. He was there yesterday. Ask Shea. We tried to get him on the show. He walked by me, and I'm like, who is that dude? He is a monster. He he looks like he could put 30 pounds of muscle on because he's... More on these, he's not slight, he's a defensive end. But he's more on the long and lanky side. But he is polished. He has got long, long arms. Like I know there's talk, like the Skronsky kid. Well, his arms are only whatever number of inches, and he's two inches shorter than you should be to play tackle. This kid's got the whole package. And we tried to book him for the show. He's a very nice young man. He literally was booked every single available slot from 8 in the morning till 5. Everyone, whether it's teams meeting with him, 
or interviews that people around the country want to do. Like, this guy is somebody, if I'm the Bears, don't write him off yet until you know about his medicals because he looks like the part. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. Don't forget we got shot or no shot. If you know, Knowing what you know about Jalen Carter, if you're Ryan Poles, would you draft him? Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Auto Cap Park. and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. I didn't know it was sing along with the hood. Apparently it, it is every morning. Come on, oh, man. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be. They do the nationwide thing on yeah. the Bulls game or the Sox game. We're going to do the O, 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 <laughs> O'Reilly Auto Parts. J-Mo. That's how, that's how the pro, <laughs> pros do it, pal. Like that's me, it. Jay Hood. That's it. Along with uh, David Kaplan, we're glad you're with us here. Don't forget, we got Shadow No Shot coming up at 8 o'clock. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Kaplan, as you go to the phone lines, I'll just circle back to the last question I asked you. Like, Again, this is just based on what we know now. and I feel like there's going to be more news moving forward here. Uh, we know that on social media, Jalen Carter says he's going to be exonerated. But I'm like, what does this look like, the draft? I mean, again, we got to look at the human element of those that, that died from this, uh, which is just reckless and is just sad. The other side of this, the football side, because we work in the toy department and we talk about what this looks like for the draft, like how much does Jalen Carter fall? That doesn't look like a, a top pick to me on the surface for some teams. Yeah, I would be curious. I told you yesterday there have been players that go on these do not draft red flag, whether it's medical, whether it's emotional, whether it's criminal. There's a number. of, And then there are other teams that have more of an appetite to be able to look past an egregious violation and dig deeper and think, okay, we could take that guy. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number in uh, Palos Heights. Here's Russ on Cap and J Hood on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Russ. Thanks, big fellas, for having me. Uh, you know, he's he Carter's a talent. He's a physical talent, number one, but he's a poor judgment talent. That car he was driving happens to be a Jeep, but it happens to be a five hundred horsepower Jeep. It's a Hemi powered. Uh, I, I suspect he's going to end up with being questioned about the accident he's had where people got killed forever. And do the Bears need that as they do try to develop an entire team while that guy is the focus of attention by all of the media? Doesn't make sense to me. Leave him out. All right, Russ, appreciate your telephone call. I understand Russ's opinion. Sure. I totally sure. get it. He sounds like some, some that's going to be in the front office at all and say, yeah, we can't do it. Because of what happened, we just can't. We cannot deal with that distraction, and and rightfully so. You have every right. This is why this is a great question because um, we are not criticizing uh, people's opinion because it is you know the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? In that situation, right? So, uh, Calumet City here's Scott on ESPN One Thousand with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Uh, good, great. Real quick. Real quick, real quick. I would, I would stay away from him, and I'm staying away from him for for a couple for one reason. Throw out that incident. Throw it out. Throw out his age. At the number one pick, is he a generational talent? And that answer is no. 
because he's not he's not in my opinion he's not compared to your Garrett's your JJ Watts your TJ Watts he's your Aaron Donalds he's not in that comparison. How so do you he's know not in that comparison? You don't know that. How do you know? I, I, I honestly believe that he's not. If you look at just look at the tape, he didn't dominate the championship game. He didn't have a dominating performance in that game. One game, he's he twenty-one years of age. Aaron Donald slid right. to pick thirteen. You're right. Look, I understand. You're right. But I think at this time, with the number one pick, you're only going to have a chance to get this haul right now. And right now, the Bears have to take it. You don't take. You don't just throw it out the window. He's not a generational talent. He's not the guy to look up and say, "Look, he is the definitive best guy in this draft, and he's going to be the best guy in the next this draft, next draft, and the draft after." You, you can't well, say that. Well, so I, take the haul and and go with that. Here's what I would say, and I, I I agree with the last part of what you're saying. Like, if you're Ryan Poles, you want to get as many quality picks as possible um, uh, because you have the autonomy to do that when you have the number one pick. And we appreciate the telephone call. But the idea that you're going to say that he's not a generational talent, well, then why, why before this incident came out, why was he lingering around the top of the draft if, if he's not that guy? If, if, if those that look at the draft and study this thing and organizations look at this and have him as a, at the very worst number three in this draft, then what makes him not generational? I don't understand that. Like there, There's a reason why he's at the top is because he is a terrific player. And again, you don't have to trust my eyes. I just watch every game of Georgia. I'm only a Georgia fan, so I, I guess I wouldn't know. But you do not and, – and some do this, Cap. They'll look at one bowl game. It's like, I wasn't impressed. Well, have you seen him game in and game out in the SEC? Do you see him in the Final Four getting into the national championship? That guy was a difference maker for Kirby Smart. He was. More, he's a, more, more than just a guy. He's an sure. amazingly talented football player. The good Lord blessed him with this athletic ability at 6'6", 315, or 325. And just imagine when he gets done with weight room and training and the way they do it in the NFL. The, the sky is the limit for this guy. But what is your appetite on a team with no leaders? Right. None. What is your appetite for bringing that guy in as a foundational player? That's the question. Now, here's the thing, Cap. Now, you would think that I would have this full bias and say, for sure, I mean, Carter, put it all to the side, you know, move the drill. No, I understand the circumstances. And so, again, there might be more to this story than we know. Mm-hmm. We only can report on what Schefter's put out there on, on social and for ESPN.com. But even me, it says, okay, would I draft him? Yes, but at least I need to know more about what happened and what's going on between his ears. I'd like to know that because that's part of the evaluation anyway. But when people die, how does he react to this? Has he ever been arrested before? What's this, what's this uh, situation like for him? It's more than just football. It's the makeup of the player as well. Uh, Raphael and Joliet on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Rafi. Raph, hey, what's up, going, man? Cap? How's it going? Hey, hey Cap. Hey, Hoodie. What's so, up, brother? like, like who do you were just saying it? It's not just a talent evaluation; it's also a character gauge. Yeah. Like we hear teams ask weird questions all the time to get into their head how they're going to react. This was an actual test of his character, and he did not come out looking good. I would avoid him. Like Cap, this reminds me of your favorite movie, Draft Day. They put a C note in his playbook at the end of it, and he lied about it at first. Like it's not a good look. Right. Remember? Oh yeah. yeah right, guys. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Because he never flipped to the back page where the other guy. Not as talented, said, put it in a card. Here's your $100 back. Use it when I win you the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Raphael, we appreciate the phone call. We got shot or no shot in two minutes. And don't forget, Deal Breakers comes your way at 835 right here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show.